If y'all know anything about me or any good business coach, you know that it's all about the tough love, no holds barred, letting y'all know what mistakes that you're making. Because here's the deal, floating through business, trying to do marketing, business strategy, and legal, but not having someone actually give you the tough truths is gonna set you up for failure. I have been watching all of you. You're in this sprint right now to get your business plan and marketing under control, which honestly, I'm so proud of you for being excited, diving in and doing it. However, I'm seeing a glaring number of mistakes. So I want to share with you the top five so that you can correct it so you can move forward to a successful business. Welcome to the Business Bites Podcast, the podcast for busy entrepreneurs. Whether you're an online entrepreneur or seeking after brick and mortar success, this podcast brings you quick bites of content so you can learn and grow anywhere you are. Now here's your host, Rachel Brainkey. Just an FYI before we get into the episode, enrollment is open on multiple of my brands. So here at Rachel Branke, we have Real Biz Accelerator. It's a 52-week program where you get to work with me on a lot of the topics that we are working on here. Over at the Law Tog, my brand for photographers, we have something very similar, but it is photographer specific. So just an FYI, it is the beginning of a new year, no matter when you're listening to this, but right now, the beginning of 2021, we are kicking off. Enrollment is open. Please come and join us. We are digging in. There's pre-work. There's week work, there's videos, there's accountability, all of that. Come join us and let's make this the best year ever. My name is Rachel Branke. I am a business coach and intellectual property attorney. And most importantly, I'm an entrepreneur just like you. I'm also trying to just make it through this business world so I can have the financial stability, freedom of life. And because that's what it's all about. Going into business is great because you want to serve and provide a solution in the marketplace. But guess what? At the end of the day, I still want to make sure I'm doing everything as effective as I can so that I can have more time to live the life that I want to live. Now, here's the deal. I have been doing this for 15 years and I evaluate myself all the time. I evaluate y'all all the time. I see it online. I work with clients. I have seen the gamut of mistakes. So I wanted to boil down the top five marketing mistakes that so many of you are making right now. Here is the big deal though. Like as a business coach, I am tough love, no holds barred. I'm super supportive, but it is important for you to sit down and look at these mistakes to make sure that you're not making the same ones. And I'll be transparent with you. As I was going through creating this list to do this, I realized that I could tighten up on some of my own mistakes that are on this list so that I can propel my business forward, make it so that I can serve my customers better, and also so that I can have more time and more effective marketing. So I'm going to bring to you guys the top five marketing tips that I've seen. Go and grab yourself a drink. You might need to have something a little spicy in it, depending on the time of day, because some of these might actually hit home. But the goal is for each of you to walk away with an actionable plan after you've listened to, realize some of these mistakes, and then commit to fixing them. So the number one mistake that I see that everyone makes, especially newer entrepreneurs, is getting into business and trying to serve everybody, trying to talk to everyone, trying to just please everybody on your social media, on your website, everywhere. Let me tell you what. By trying to serve everyone, you're going to serve no one. I get it. I'm an entrepreneur just like you. I have been in the stages of a new brand or project. Even from the very beginning, I recognize the fear of polarizing, the fear of rejecting money, right? The fear of rejecting this branding steam with 
clients that are customers that you potentially could serve. But here's the thing, by throwing out this wide net that you're trying to get out there to catch all these fish, you're gonna spend all your time chasing all over the ocean and you're not gonna catch anything. Go directly to where you know. I mean, come on, let's visualize this for a second. Go to where you know in the lake where the fish are, the very specific fish that you want to have. Use the lure and tackle that's going to bring those specific fish, because then what can you do? You can drill down deeper, specific, and capture those customers, and also you can serve them better. Now, that was probably a bad analogy, the whole serving, fishing, fish and chips, serving on a platter type of thing. I love animals, but I also love fish too. It's the circle of life. But you guys understand where I'm going with this. Get very specific in who you're talking to. And I've had episodes in the past where I've walked through the exact formula of how you want to get there. The reason that I'm bringing this up is because in one of my own brands within the last few weeks, I have been trying to narrow down who I want to help. Other things too, like what can I do? What are my strengths? What are my weaknesses? And all of that. But who is it that I really want to help? And I found myself falling into the trap of trying to serve everybody. So go ahead, dig down and decide who exactly you do want to serve and who you don't want to serve. The number two mistake that I'm seeing a lot of y'all make as I'm digging down into my own research and just checking up on each of you is that you're not repeating yourself enough. Repeat, 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 repeat. We have to have so many touch points in order for a consumer to even buy into us. You can't effectively communicate your messaging if you're not repeatedly saying it. And that is even assuming that this consumer is seeing and hearing the repeat over and over. I want you to look at the landscape of social media, email even these days. Not every message is being seen by the same consumers over and over and over again. You may feel like because you posted on Instagram four times in a row this one message that your potential consumer is going to get exhausted of hearing it. No, they're not. In fact, a couple of things. One, they have not seen all those messages. So if you only say one thing one time, they're probably not even going to see it. If they do end up seeing it once and you never reinforce it with another touch point, then they're definitely not going to feel comfortable. They're not going to have that expanded confidence to buy into you. You're not able to adequately and continually touch and push your message to them in order to spur them into action. Because I'll tell you what, we talked about a mistake number one, you have to know who you're talking to, but you also have to make sure that you're very specific in your serving position and you repeatedly convey that to the consumer Because you can't just throw, let's take the fishing example, we can't just throw a hook in the water and just wait and expect for it to come. We have to have the right bait. We have to have the right hook. And fishermen, please don't come at me. I'm not a big fisher person. I do enough to throw it in the water, but I do know what I'm talking about when it comes to marketing and building a business effectively. Make sure that you have the right tools, the right formula implemented so that you're actually able to repeatedly have touch points with the consumer. Because very rarely is it that somebody is going to find you, see one message yours, and automatically buy into you. And number three, kind of helps the number two a little bit. Many people are so concerned we're repeating the same message or proposition multiple times online, in their marketing, in their email. But here is the deal. This is also a great opportunity for you to build up the connection with the audience. You need to be weaving your story, and your can be you personally or your company's story, into all these touch points. 
again, if they only hear the story once and they only get one touch point, then they're not really going to buy in. They may find it to be a feel-good story, but they don't really feel a true connection with you. Repeated touch points like in mistake number two and mistake number three is that you're not putting your story with it. So talk about the transformation story, whether it was your own or also what you've done for other consumers that you are having to come into you so you can serve them. Because here's the deal. We're all in business because we have a solution to a problem, need, or want that a consumer has in the marketplace. But behind that has to be a story. Share how you arrived at that. Share your own personal story. Share how what you, the solution you are putting out there, has also increased or enhanced your quality of life or whatever it is, the problem that your consumer has. So number three is weaving your own story in. Don't be shy about this. You can choose what level you want to share about yourself or what story it is. Just make sure it's not just like this corporate robotic message, 500 touch points because you had you know, lock down on number two, but then you're just going to be this corporate, sterile, let's just talk about business, never about ourselves, where we came from, what we can do. Weave the story in and have personal connection. Mistake number four is the complete opposite of number three. It's only talking about yourself. There is a balance between talking about your story and you and what you can do for your consumer, but you want to make sure we always tie it around whatever it is that you can do for them because the consumer needs to be connected from point A to point B. They can hear your story. They can connect with you. And I definitely agree that sometimes you need to make posts or content, put it out there. That's just about who you are so you can connect on a personal level without any calls to action. But for the most part, even in those, even if you're not calling them to buy into you, it's just a post that you're going to use to build up a touch point, to build up a connection, to build up that authenticity. You still need to connect how your story, who you are and what you have, what it can do for them. And this is more of like the transformation piece. What does the product or service that you're offering do for them? Talk about your story, but the end result of that content should be what it can do. It doesn't even have to have the call to action, like I said, but it should talk about what is the transformation or the solution? What does it do for them? And so many people miss that second piece because, and, and I'm going to go on a little like hashtag Rachel's rants right here, is I, we're in this world of marketing right now where it's all about influencership, right? Influencers are everywhere. They have big numbers. So, so many businesses product or whether it's product or service base are digging into and going, oh my gosh, I got to just talk about myself. I just got to connect. But here is the deal. You're not connecting to people on just familial levels. You're trying to sell an end service or product. In an influencer style relationship, the consumer is not buying financially into the influencer. The influencer is receiving the finances from an advertiser, a sponsor, or through like affiliate links. So using that structure when you are a micro type business, when you are a smaller service-based or product-based business, you have to combine the two and not just talk about yourself, but talk about also what it does for the consumer, the touch points for them. I feel like you can be on one end of the spectrum. It is a balance. Y'all can figure it out. I basically just gave you the formula. And number five mistake that I see so often is inconsistent visuals. Now, I feel like in the last few years, this isn't such a major issue because there are so many photograph applications, skills. Our phones are doing better on photos. It's digital cameras are more accessible and easier to use. So we're seeing the visual assets are becoming even more important. Important, but they are becoming more accessible 
and more consistent, but I'm still seeing that oftentimes in this space of social media, website, and email marketing, we need to have visuals that are going to bolster all the four points that we just talked about because visuals connect automatically with the consumer before any text does. So make sure you're being consistent in the visuals. Last week I talked about the different V's in marketing. One of those was visuals. So go over, watch that, see what I'm talking about. I'm not going to dig too much into here. There's a whole video and audio on that for you. Check it out. But those are the five mistakes, friends. And here's the thing. Some of you are going to sit here and go, oh yeah, I've got this on lockdown. I'd be willing to bet if you carved out 30 minutes after you watch this and went through this five mistake checklist, you can find things to fine tune. Like I said at the very beginning, when I was developing this, when I was examining case study wise, some of y'all don't even know, I've been watching your Instagram and watching your Facebook and I pulled the mistakes. I used it myself and sat down and spent so many hours the other night working in my own business and working on these mistakes to fine tune. Here's the thing, if you're a newbie and you're completely overwhelmed, guess what, you're not alone. I'm 15, 16 years into this and I still have to fine tune and this is a wonderful checklist to make sure that you are really striking that balance and marketing, avoiding the mistakes, and getting out there so you can serve your consumer so you can have a successful business. So that's it. That's the five mistakes. Please, friends, come join us in the Facebook group, Business Bites. We have a thread every single week dedicated to discussing these topics. I want to hear what some of your biggest mistakes are. Add to this list and perhaps there'll be updated video. I'll do another one later. And I'm going to be giving away free advice and you guys can also give me some advice as long as you're nice on the thread. So come join us in the Business Bites Facebook group and I'll talk to you guys next week. Thanks for joining Rachel on this episode of the Business Bites. For show notes, a list of recommended tools, or referenced episodes, you can find them at businessbytespodcast.com. Until next time.